I'll make them all see that I could be anything I want to be. If you got a dream, then you need persistence and lots of belief. Yeah. Yo, don't take that. Negative energy, I replace that. I just want to be me. I don't fake that. I just want to be free. Yeah, chase that. I got a new obsession. It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson. It's living and winning and building something that's impressive. I don't want to do the same thing. I want to be progressive. Got a lot of dreams that I'll make come true. Got a lot of things that I want to do. Got a lot of goals that I want to prove. And there's not a lot of time, so I got to make moves. Hey, what's going on? It's Kyle George. And I'm Rodney Harris. And you are listening to A Different Angle. Thank you again for joining us. We really appreciate you. We almost have 50. <laughs> almost at 50. <laughs> so it's felt like LeBron when he goes Taco Tuesday. No, <laughs> we almost have 50 episodes. And we want to say thank you, first of all, to all the listeners and all the subscribers who who tune in every single week and get those downloads up. We really appreciate you guys. Um, we want to sure. just say thank you to to CDB Multimedia for allowing us to, the platform to to broadcast the show every week and also yeah. and, um, Progressive Radio Network for allowing us to be on, on the airways there as well. So um, more to come, some great stuff to, ahead of us and to many sure. more, to 50 more, to 100 more. Let's make yes, it happen. Sir. Yeah, we got a lot of big plans. I, I, we said that um, at the beginning of the year. We have a lot of big plans coming up, and we're really excited for for everything, especially one of the projects I think Ronnie and I really want to do. Um, and we're going to have a lot of different people involved. So once we figure that out, we will announce it, hopefully sometime in the summer. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that we're going to try to pull this off. So we're, we're not going to let – we're not going to tell you guys. <laughs> but just be on the lookout. Um, like I said, man, we're, we're just really excited. So with that being said, um, I think we're going to switch it up. I think I'm going to start with, with the mental health today. Um, it, it, it's it's kind of similar, man. It's weird um, for multitudes of reasons. And I'm, I'm going to say a seven to today. Um, definitely better than the last two weeks. It hasn't been easier. I will say that. But um, there was an opportunity that uh, that had arisen um, yesterday, and tomorrow I kind of find out what's going on. Um, okay. But but look, man, you know, after being sick last week, after you know, you and I recorded the show, and then being able to spend time with my daughter this weekend, it, it was it was good. It was good. Um, I got to see my friend, uh, one of my best friends, and. You know, our daughters love each other, so they got to hang out, which is great. And um, we get to do that in a couple of weeks. We're going to have a little sleepover. So I think we're really excited about it. Um, both of us are very excited about it. Uh, so I, w- I would just say a seven. Um, I, I think I have to remind myself. I think this week was really reminding myself that I'm blessed. You know, I'm blessed for all the opportunities that I've had. I'm blessed for the friends and the people and my fiance and my child and everybody that decides to remain in my life because it's always a choice, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We don't have to be in each other's lives. And I think I'm, I'm just blessed to, to gain the mindset that I've gained within the last few years. Um, I'm, I'm just, you know, you and I talk about Joe, you know, all the time. So shout out to Joe, because like I said, between you, him, really between you and him and like you guys had had pulled me out of that state and i know i've said that before on the show um so i'm just like i said man i'm just really blessed and danielle too can't forget her um you know so you know like i said just blessed just i'm 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 grateful honestly what about you man man today was more of a somber day um had me a little bit in my feelings um the reason is because a buddy of mine, Ryan, um, his um, grandpa passed away. So I had to attend a funeral mass earlier today. So um, rest in peace, Ed. Um, Ed Shannon, you, we, we're going to miss you, buddy. 90 years, Air Force, a retiree. Um, done so many different cool things around his life and had 90 long years on this earth and um, um, was called home last Thursday. So 
Um, shout out to, to, to the Denison family, shout out to the Klein family. Um, and we just want to give you guys uh, such a big hug and love, but I know that you're going through it. Prayers is with you. I'm with you too. So the, that was a little bit of a shock to the system this morning. Um, coming off a great weekend, spent tremendous time with my, my parents, um, up in PA and, um, took, took the little one to the Crayola, to the Crayola experience. That was, uh, uh, woo, the one in PA. Oh yeah. in Easton. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an experience. Yeah. Don't go on a holiday weekend on a Saturday. Don't, don't do it to yourself. <laughs> it torture. Yeah, um, you set way, yourself up. No, man, I did. Um, but man, my parents didn't want me to come home. Um, they wanted me to stay stay the whole week, but I couldn't. I had to come back. But at the end of the day, it was a great time. I would say I'm I'm right there. Um, I was I would say today was a little rough, but leading up to today was better. I would say I was a seven going to bed last night, and it got down to about a five point five today. Um, it was it was a tough one today, really tough. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. Anytime there's a loss. Right, especially when it's somebody close or somebody you really know, it's always, you know, it it, it drops. You know, you and I, we've spoken about my uncle Tim, um, who's part of the reason why I'm so persistent when it comes to podcasting. I mean, my uncle was a pediatric neurosurgeon, and he he did some amazing things in his life, and um, his his life inspired me to push harder than I've ever pushed before. So, so man, I, you know, you know, our condolences to the family. Um, you know, he's in a better place. He's not suffering. He doesn't have to live on this, on this plane of existence to where we have to see all the craziness that we see nowadays. So, so yeah, man, it, that's hard. It's hard, oh, yeah. but yeah. yeah, man. Um, oh man. There, hey, why don't you uh you 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 brought the topics today? Oh yeah. Um, so why don't you get into our first one? Our first one is about just understanding personalities within a relationship. Um, had a long talk with the significant other today, and it was more of a morally great talk, if I can say. Um, it wasn't positive, it wasn't negative. Um, it was more of a help me help you. <laughs> um. <laughs> Because we all know that sometimes people can process things a little bit slower than others. So not meaning that there's something mentally wrong with you or you're you're just physically not getting it, you know, but some people have a different type of personality where things have to be in order. They have to be set a certain kind of way. And when, when they get it, they get it. And when they don't, they don't. So I'm with someone where the kind of world ro- rotates at 400 miles an hour or what kind of rotates at 400 miles an hour too but she operates at 150 so and that's nothing wrong with that because it just takes her a little bit longer to get to the next level yeah to get there and it was more of an understanding of how can i make it easy make it easier because like i always say i know you people know you the world doesn't yeah so how can the world be easier for you like how can we how can we throw some tricks of the trade in there to make it easier for you um and i just want to make it a very good point coming off of valentine's day um i know there might be some people that still going through it got some issues going on look go be patient and that was one of the biggest things that we talked about with me is i have to be more patient Knowing the situation, knowing what I'm in, I have to learn how to be more patient. The rest of the world doesn't have to be patient, but I do. Yeah. Now, for the rest of the world, you got to throw some tricks, like I said, some tricks of the trade in there to try to keep up. And that's not on. That's not the world's responsibility. That's your your responsibility. It's a personal thing for you. So, that was one of the topics I wanted to bring up tonight. Like, how do you feel about? appeasing to i want to say appeasing it's such a hard word but adjusting to um someone's personality if they're opposite of you um say 
it can be that you're happy-go-lucky, so bubbly, and everybody loves you, and you can be a really just stoic person that just doesn't say anything to anybody. Um, that's just a quick example. How do you go about adjusting to said personality when it's opposite from you? It's funny because I feel like you're literally talking about my relationship. Oh, <laughs> I'm not meaning to do that because I, yeah, I'm just sure, sure. Shit. Uh, like, sure, I'm what they all mom. say. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> um. So okay, that like I said, it that that is kind of my relationship, right? My fiance very much is the person now. She's like, I, I'm not gonna make eye contact. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna keep it pushing to where, you know, it's like what my sister and I, my mother, and I am my mother's child, where we're running for president, you know, we're, we're talk to anybody, we're converse with anybody. Um, but I'm, I'm, I've realized what I'm, I'm also an omnivert. So I'm both an introvert and an extrovert. Um, sometimes I just want to stay in the house. I don't really want to do anything. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just, I want to chill out. You know what I mean? I don't want to go and spend money. I don't want to go and do stuff, you know, but once I'm out, then it turns on. You know, um, but so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna change your analogy a little bit when it comes to the miles per hour, right? So I'm a person who tries my best to drive the speed limit, not because I'm afraid to drive fast. Driving fast is in is in my blood. Like I come from a family of motorcyclists, you know what I mean? But it's just more so that I wanna make sure that I'm safe. I want to make sure that my family is safe. Um, you have more control over your car when you're driving at a slower pace, right? Um, so with that being said, like, you know, I know I know your wife, you know what I mean? And I understand where it comes to down to, you know what? I'm going to take my time and make sure this is correct. I'm going to take my time and either make this the best I possibly can because sometimes when you are moving that fast you tend not to notice things right you tend to get tunnel vision um to which I, I've done that too you know I think I think we all kind of go through that those phases um but there are people that just move or their mind moves at a slower pace meaning you know, there aren't a million thoughts going through your head at the same time. Your mind isn't moving faster than your mouth. You know, I, it's, look, it's a give and take, right? And it's funny because I was, I, just like you, you know, you had this conversation with, with her last night. I had a conversation with mine and we were talking about a lot of different things. Um, but just to talk, like we had a, we had a date after I dropped my daughter off. Um, and, uh, you know, we just went to <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, which is, which seems to be our spot. Um, we weren't even trying to go there. There was just no parking. It's my spot too. <laughs> no, we, man, I was trying to go to a Korean barbecue and there was just no parking in the area or we would have been there. <laughs> you know, they do the hot pot. Side note, why the hell is it always never no parking there at a Korean barbecue place? Bro, because you know it's amazing. You know where it was? It was right by where um you know where Alamo is in Brooklyn. Yeah. Down Hoyt, right? I think that's Hoyt. Um, so it was over there and by the courthouse and all of that. And there was just no parking. But it was also a Tuesday. I forgot that uh normal public schools and things like that. Um normal DOA in New York is off is on spring break right now because my daughter's is or mid winter break, excuse me. Um, because my daughter has break the follow, uh, not, not next week, the week after. Um, so, you know, it's, you know, the charter school runs different schedules. Um, so I had forgot also. So when we went, we were just like, yo, what is going on? And I wasn't paying for park. You know, we didn't want to pay for parking cause you know, it would have been super expensive and all mm -hmm. this other stuff. So, but anyways, that's neither here nor there. I'm sorry. Um, but there is these are the reasons why you have these conversations right 
Mm-hmm. These are the reasons why why you say how you feel. You know, there has been times recently where I've had to tell my fiance, like, listen, I understand what you want to say, but I'm trying to describe it to how I feel. So regardless if you think it's right or wrong, this is how I feel. And I think that has a lot to do also to do with the whole, you know, somebody moving faster than another because you have to clarify, you know, look, I know you're here, but I'm here for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I might be lower or at a, moving at a slower pace than you for a reason. And I might be moving at a slower pace than you for a reason. So there's a I, man. I don't know. It's it's. I, I I think when it comes to those, you just need to have those conversations. Um, and and just like you said, it, it's about compromising. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's. You said that you needed, you know, the conversation turned into, or one of the revelations, not turned into, but one of the revelations was that you needed to have a little more patience. And I think that's amazing because, you know, and I know you, you know what I mean? And I know sometimes there are those moments where you're a ticking time bomb, (laughs) you know what I mean? And... And, you know, even even you and I have had conversations like I've had to lean over and be like, you're Rodney, uh, no, no, just, just, take a step back, bro. Nobody talk about Right. You do it. You do it too much. You do it too much. Relax. Relax. But it's it's not like I'm not doing it to be mean. And then it leads into, well the way you're helping is not really helping. It's more yeah. critiquing and criticizing. But in a way is, then what do you want me to do? Lie to you? Because that's wrong too. I don't want to lie. Yeah. Sure. So it was like, well, how, how can I help you? That's what it really comes down to. And it's be patient. Be patient to be more understanding. And be more receptive to what's being put in front of you. It's not that somebody hates you. It's not that you're horrible. It's not that it's none of that. It's about you just being a little bit more patient. But then after that, once you check all those boxes and things start to occur, what's next? That was my question. So like, what's the next solution? Because at that rate, I've done everything you asked me to do. Where do we go from there? Well, I mean, it could be verbiage also. It could be how you say things, how you come across. Mm -hmm. Because you might have all the best intentions, but if they're not re- if they're not taking it, if they're not receiving it that way, it could feel like you're attacking. And I think that's that's very important also because you don't, you know, if you're a person who does not want to come across that way and then you come across that way, you don't know how the other person feels if they don't say it. So if they feel like you're attacking them and they're not going to speak up and you think everything is okay and then down the road it blows up, you know, mm-hmm. then you're like, well, what are you talking about? I was just trying to help. And then it's like, well, you wasn't. You know, your words were not helping me. They were destroying me. Yep. So even even with the what's next, right? If you've done, but here's the question, right? If that's how you feel, Right. And of course, we're not putting your business out there like that. But if that's how you feel, then do you think it could be like the other side where it's like, okay, if I think or if, right, using, use, like, put these words in your mouth, right? If I've done everything I've, we've spoken about, do you think that it could be your turn or do you think that you've done enough? you know you know flipping it like or not flipping it in a negative sense but asking her like do you think that you've done all that you could and if it and if it is then what new grounds do we need to break what new foundations do we need to set you know what columns do we need to put up to make sure that we keep we keep this house a home the house divided cannot stand. 
Yeah. Abraham Lincoln said that. And allegedly, he freed the slaves. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I, uh, I still think it was Cody Rhodes, but, you know, that's neither here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that adrenaline in the soul, you know? Yeah, hey, listen. But look, I, like it's it's always so interesting to see how even like we always say we we came off an episode talking about how men need to be listened to more, mm-hmm. and like we said, even sometimes men we need to listen. Oh yeah, the truth of the matter, we're not perfect individuals. We need to listen just as much as they need to listen to us. So stop acting like we're perfect. We're not perfect. We're just as bad. Oh. At times. At times. We need to be a little bit more understanding. We need to have a little bit more patience. And that's something that I'm learning. I'm not, like I said, I'm not perfect. God is not done with me yet. But you're absolutely right. What about flipping that, saying, did we do everything on your end to make sure we can come back with the combative understanding, saying, hey, you need to work on this. Well, what about what have you done as far as the work before I put all this work in? Have you done anything? What's the solutions on your end? Because I would love to share the notes and see what we can do to see if we can meet in the middle. And I always used to think of that as gaslighting because um, it would always like if I approach something with, oh, this is what you do, X, Y, and Z, but what about what you do? Why are you trying to flip, flip it on me? Now, I'm talking, we're talking about you. Like, it, yeah. and it's so funny when you go through different relationships and you go through meeting different people and different personalities. It's wild how the young you thought to now half the stuff that I say today, I wouldn't even say when I was back then with different, different girls. So it's so wild how it's like my mindset, like where did that come from? Well, I came from a lot of education, a lot of listening, a lot of reading, a lot of back and forth, a lot of speed talking about the five love languages and reading that book mm-hmm. and taking that test and getting down with it and learning my own temperament and understanding who I am as a person. Um, it, it took a lot. So when you get just a, going through life experiences, sorry to cut you off. I was just going to say, like, just yeah. going through your life experiences made you who you are. Yeah. And it's like, wow, when you really sit back at that, because I made a comment saying, you know, you're different than everybody else that I don't know. Well. So I never dealt with somebody like this before. So how can I ever take that next, that next level? Everybody else I've been through. Uh, that sounds crazy. Everybody else that I've been with, um, everybody else that I've been with, it was, they were out here in these streets. Let's just put it out. Let's just put it that way. They were for the streets. Um, except one, except one. And, no names. We don't got to drop names, but except mm-hmm. one who was truly wasn't in these streets. She was just a, a good individual that is living a happy and prosperous life right now, and I'm so happy for her. But she taught me a lot of things that I didn't know about myself, and she let me put my actions to the test, battle tested me to be the person I am today. Now. The, the other people that was for the streets battle tested me for the negative that another person battle tested me for the positive. So it's like, I, it, it's, it goes, it goes back and forth, not to go on a whole tangent, but it's no, just please. interesting to me how the mindset is different through based on those life experiences and having that conversation that they really opened up and showed me. It's really crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, this is, but this is life, right? I, mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, you know, it's been the same. Like I've dealt with people who were, well, I've dealt with, you know, ex, ex girlfriends who were super hood. And then I've dealt with ex girlfriends who weren't, you know, I've dealt with ex girlfriends who were, who had a very bad temperament to some that weren't, you know, and my fiance is a person who's had to learn patience, who's had to learn how to that that it's not you know your way or the highway you know and i'm and i'm not saying this to stay from my perspective i'm saying this because of the conversations that we've had right and just like i've had to learn how to communicate better 
because I wasn't the best when it came to the communicating, especially when it was a negative situation, because I would clam up and I would shut down. And, you know, I've learned that to use the funny thing is that I think I've used learned how to use that shutdown to my advantage, being that I've learned that instead of shut, completely shutting down, taking what I'm listening to and saying, okay, I've heard you, I've listened to you, let me formulate a response, give me a little bit of time, and we can visit back to it. Yeah, that that's one of the biggest things I always wanted to bring up is when, I always say this on the show, when a man says, give me a second, just give him a second. Mm-hmm. You are, you're gonna, I'm telling you right now, ladies, if you're listening, give him that second. Because the response you get will be 10 times more productive than the one you're going to get right then, right then and there. Yeah. Just give him the second. Give him the night if he needs it. Just give him the time. Yes. Because your answer, I promise you, your answer may not be what you want it to be, but it's going to be more productive and understandable than and reasonable than it would be right in the moment. And I think and, that goes to anyone. But it, no, absolutely. In absolutely. particular, men. It's, it's one of these things where when we say we need a second, just give us the second. Yeah. Give it to us. Yeah, and um, something that I mentioned on her podcast is that um, one of the questions given to um, her, co- her co-host's husband and myself was, what is it that we, like, basically, like, what is it that we are able to, like, give each other, like, to, to compromise in a way or... I'm 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 saying it wrong like I know I am okay. but but essentially my answer was that my thing for for her for my for my fiance is that I give her her space when I know that she needs it when she tells me that she needs it yeah I ask her you know are you okay what's going on you sure and she's like if she tells me I don't have the capacity right now I go, all right, that's fine. Light a candle, go take a bath, read something, you know, go play something if you need to, you know, play some video games if you need to, listen to music if you need to. But it's important to give that space. And I and I honestly think more people should do that. And that doesn't mean go on a break or that doesn't mean because once listen, for me, once you're once you've been together for a certain amount of time or you're engaged, married, breaks don't exist. Yeah. Breaks aren't a thing. But when you give each other space, sometimes that is a better way to clear your thoughts. Yep. It is a better way to let the day go. If you've had a rough day, it's a better way if, you're frustrated with your significant other and you're like, look, I can't right now. Honestly, I just, I just need to take a step back. And I've said that on a show before. Sometimes all you have to do is take that step back and look at yourself or lose yourself in another medium mm. because it's okay to escape from reality because it is not all sunshines and rainbows in this world. That's a fact. And I think there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people who would disagree with that fact. A lot of people say, oh, well, you need to take your problems and, and face them head on and da 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 And it's like, well, not all of your problems work that way. Not, you don't work that way. You can't face all of your problems head on. Sometimes you need to take that step back and reevaluate what's going on. Mom used to, my mom always says, and I believe she said it on the show, if there's a wall, right, and you can't go around it, you can't go above it, she would make, she's making sure that she's going through it. Yeah. But that's from taking that step back and reevaluating your situation. 
over and over again. And you gotta you gotta reinvent the wheel a little bit. And just because one way worked for so long doesn't mean that it always gonna work that way. Yeah. Um some people get really relaxed in that. We're like, yo, this is my method of dealing with things. This is how I'm going to deal with it. It always worked that way. Well, certain situations call for certain methods. Yeah. You're going to have to just deal with certain methods, certain kinds of ways. And this is one way where I see now, today, I've been more receptive to the sit down. Let's talk about it. Before I wasn't so receptive to that. Before I was a little bit of a pushback on that. I don't want to sit down and talk about it. I got to talk yeah, same. Same. Uh, It's not going to go nowhere. Well, when you walk in with that kind of mindset, guess what? What do you think is going to come out of it? If you walk in there with a little bit more of an open mindset, you might get a bit of a more open result. It's about how you walk in, it's how you approach it. So I, I really, really think that it was productive. Productive. Not bad. That's good, man. That's good. You know, you know, you need that sometimes, especially because you guys have been together for so long. You know, you sometimes it, like it's okay to take a step back and reevaluate your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, it Absolutely. doesn't, and that doesn't mean to break up. That doesn't mean to get a divorce or anything like that. Oh, First wow. off, you don't want to do that in the state of New York anyway, because it's a pain in the ass. But, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it really is just kind of going, okay, what, what is something new that we both can bring to the table that we've never thought about before? What's something that you thought that I could bring? And what's something that I think that you can bring? And what can we work on? Not only separately, but as a team, because that's what it is. You guys are a team, you know, and then a child is involved. So there's so much more that comes into it because you don't want to be another statistic, right? You don't want to do that, especially once again. And, you know, we always come around, come back around to this, but as, as, you know, black fathers, you know, we don't want to be another statistic. No. So, so reevaluating yourself is not a bad thing. You know, especially when it's somebody who knows you and somebody who cares about you quite possibly more than anybody else. Because when it comes to your family, you don't choose your family. But when it comes to your significant other, not only did you choose them, but they chose you. That is very true. So you gotta you gotta go out there and you gotta just make life kind of curve sometimes yeah. because this everyone thinks that life is just gonna go straight and it's gonna all be fine. That's not how it goes, man. It, I, I was I, just it, listening to a TED talk about that actually. Life it's is crazy. a winding road, man. It's got it's a roller coaster. It's a winding road. It, it's 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 a, we're on our way to Oz. That's how I look at it. Life is yeah. all. Is your road to Oz? If if you're if you're looking at it that way, the things that that Dorothy had to go through to get to Oz, that's life. Yeah, just crazy. Yeah, for sure. For Which sure. segues me into my next topic of characters who played very very good roles, but you know, with everything comes a little bit of controversy, um, and that's just life people controversy creates cash in this country um we know that people like to talk about nobody wants to hear the truth when the lie is more entertaining i heard um charlamagne the guy charlamagne the god say that one time and it stuck with me because it's the truth um the next topic we're going to talk about is second chances now i'm a big believer i'm gonna turn around and say this right now i'm a big believer in second chances yeah you are i'm a big believer in you're allowed to make one mistake where it's like we're human. And first of all, we shouldn't be judging each other to begin with because who are we to judge? We all have our own problems. We all have mm-hmm. done our, our own thing. Yep. Where may it be good, may it be bad, may it be indifferent. So who are we to judge anyone? And now some people are like, well, what about murder? But what about this? Well, what about that? Granted, Certain situations have certain repercussions, but still, does it call for death or does it call for, let's see if we can rehabilitate this individual to become, right. give them a second opportunity at life? 
Right. Now, what what is what is what was the reason and is was it justified? Yeah. Because there's been enough times where I've heard of a father, you know, uh, what do they say now? Other un, unaliving somebody because you know they had raped their daughter or a sister or something like that. You know, is like. But is he in the wrong? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what would you do to protect your family? I saw a story of a man who brutally beat, nearly beat a gentleman to death because he walked in on a man molesting his child. Oh, I remember that story. If the, if the man was happening in Florida and if the man didn't, if the cops didn't get there, the man would have killed this guy. Mm-hmm. He was initially arrested for assault, but they let him go. All charges dropped because he was saving an individual while witnessing a crime. Yep. So they let him go. And he said it openly to the public. If the cops didn't get here and pull me off of him, I would have beaten him to death. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, that's a father um, who clearly blacked out. Didn't didn't know who he was touching. Didn't know who he what he was doing to him. He was it just doing matter. a whole lot of he was doing a whole lot of things to him. It yep, didn't, didn't matter. matter at that point. It didn't matter. I can tell you right now, the man's face walking into the courtroom looked like lunch meat. Um, it was it was brutal. It was brutal. But you know, for all the fathers out there, you can only imagine what you would do in that situation. I don't even want to be. I don't want to imagine. Yep. To be have to go through that. So here's the thing. There are situations like that. And there's situations where you're accused of doing something. Investigations were taking place, either professional investigations in your workplace or mm-hmm. criminal investigations being done by law enforcement to prove and to have nothing that you've done, nothing criminal, nothing done wrong. But the court of public opinion, the Internet, the interweb wants to crucify you and say, no, you are what you are and you don't deserve a second chance. Yep. Is that fair? It's it, it's tough, right? Because I think it truly So in in this case, absolutely not. Once again, there was no proof. And and, and I think we should just give some context on what we're yeah. talking about. There is a pro wrestler by the name of Patrick Clark, also known as formerly known as Velveteen Dream, who I think he's known known now as Velveteen Guy. Oh, Velveteen Guy. Okay. Now, um, Patrick Clark was accused of sending inappropriate photos to a minor. Um, He was accused of this by a young man in Canada, which um, was kind of, this whole thing came about in 2020 over the pandemic, where the Mm -hmm. Me Too movement was really running rampant through Hollywood and through professionals. um, And he got caught up with that. Shortly before all of this came down, we know that Patrick Clark was tweeting about him getting hacked through his cell phone. His iCloud got hacked and everything that he took on his phone obviously got leaked, which happens to a lot of female celebrities, which happens to a lot of male celebrities. Um, A lot of things kind of came about that. Young man claims that he was talking about talking to Velveteen Dream at the time about pro wrestling. Um, He asked him his age. He told him his age. Obviously, he was not the age of a consenting adult to wrestle. He told him, you're not. And because I read the messages and the screenshots. And he also said he had he was talking to Velveteen about his physique. And so Velveteen's like, I never seen you before. I don't know you to, to to judge your physique, send a picture of your physique. If it's that much of a problem for you, I can possibly help you. I don't. So red flag. Guy. Velveteen, Patrick, listen. Number one, check check the check the audience. Yep. Talking to a young man about pro wrestling, that's one thing. Now we're talking about physique. That's where the conversation ends. I I understand intentions. I understand his idea was I just want to help this young individual. He keeps hitting me up about becoming a pro wrestler. And okay. So I can understand how some people might look at that as grooming. Like, why do you need to see this kid's physique for? He's a kid. You know, that sounds crazy. And 
so-and-so goes on. They said that Velveteen Dreamer sent him inappropriate photos of himself. Um, that the kid was, that was unwarranted and the kid didn't want. So everybody just labeled him as a groomer, a pedophile and all these other things. His workplace, WWE got a wind of this, sent him on a leave of absence to save face. They conduct two investigations, one internal and one external by a separate firm that's appointed by law enforcement. They looked into the situation for a, a, a while. And they got in touch with the young man. The young man lives in Canada. And apparently, he didn't want to press any charges or do anything. But he caused a giant uproar on social media. So the police, I'm assuming, asked him, well, if this is such a bad thing that happened to you, why don't you want to press charges? Mm -hmm. There was no reason for it. He just didn't want to do it. Okay. So... They looked into it further, saying, did he really do this? Apparently, nothing nothing criminal was done. Nothing illegal was done. <laughs> Therefore, we can't charge Patrick Clark with anything. Right. Patrick Clark makes an appearance on television. The internet explodes again. His employment gets a really, really dark mark on their eye because they have this man still employed and accused of being what he is. Also, and- also... Sorry to cut you off real quick. Remember that the WWE at this point is a publicly traded company. Yeah. That matters also. Yeah. A publicly traded company. People have stock value in this company now. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, it led to his release. Yeah. Now he's out of a job. He falls down a dark path, goes down a hole, drugs, alcohol. Recently, allegedly, allegedly, but did get arrested for possession of cocaine. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what the police report said. Right. And um, seems to be going through a 12-step program right now. The reason why we say that is because recently he put out a video making amends with everyone that he has come in contact with involving pro wrestling or anyone that he has done wrong up until this point in his life. Right. Which we applauded. Me and you both said this was a great look for him to do. Mm-hmm. Clearly shows that he's trying to be remorseful and understanding that something was wrong. You might not have done wrong with that particular situation, but some things were done wrong here, Patrick. And some things you need to take responsibility for. Yeah. And it takes a real man to step up and say, I was wrong. I hurt my fans. I hurt the company I work for. I hurt my personality. I hurt myself. I if, if anybody felt that family, I made, my friends, I, yep. I made everyone look bad. And it yep. takes a real man to stand up and say that. Now, take it for what you want. Yeah, yeah, take it for what you want. If you want to believe him, believe him. If you don't, you don't. But he had to do it because I believe that's a part of the 12-step program, which is step number three, is making amends. Mm-hmm. And somebody, obviously, in an independent promotion seen this on the indie scene, and they was willing to give Patrick Hawk a second chance. And this, so this was happened. last week. Yep, last week he showed up on an indie event which was very receptive of the crowd that was there for what I heard. Mm-hmm. The crowd was very receptive of him. They took it in. They enjoyed his presence. He st- spoke on the mic. He thanked them for the opportunity for giving him a second chance. This company also doubled down by putting out a statement saying it was a quote unquote dream to have the dream mm-hmm. grace them with their presence. Yeah. They stand by the motion of giving. They are per, they are a company that believes in second chances. They stand by what they did, and they're not going to be knocked down for it. And and let's not forget, he also did an interview with one of the best interviewers in the wrestling industry right now, Chris Van Vliet. It was an amazing interview where he had receipts. And not only did he have receipts, he printed them out and had and gave them to Chris. And Chris so that said he, he's valid. <laughs> yep. And so Chris was reading, you know, and he was asking questions off. You know what I mean? It was an amazing interview. So the whole the whole thing is simply that. So Ronnie wanted to bring this up, and I thought this was an amazing topic to talk about because the court of public opinion means so much nowadays. And you know, and I know Ronnie hates social media. For for its negative connotations, and this is the reason for it. Like the court of public right. opinion shouldn't matter; it shouldn't. Your view is your view, 
how and much how, dictate if you should keep your job or not. Yeah, and look how many people it's affected. It's affected pro wrestlers. It's affected actors. It's affected musicians. It's affected people that no one knows. It it affect it affected it affected you know uh, politicians. It affected like there's there is so many doctors like there are so many people affected by by the court of public opinion and the thing is is that it's not that at that point i feel like it's not about being right or wrong it's about saving face and the problem is when you try to save face the innocent people not saying that everybody is innocent because we know that's a that's a lie but the innocent people tend to lose and then not be welcomed back in these spaces where they excel mm -hmm. and it what really sucks is once you're you're guilty until proven innocent now mm -hmm. where it used to be you're innocent until proven guilty so we know in certain, depending on what state you're in, depending on where you are, court of public opinion counts. Yeah. Which is silly because I can be proven to be not what you told me I am, but I can't be looked at as the way I used to be because of an accusation. That's yeah. like you finding out somebody stole a candy bar but they really didn't steal the candy bar but you you stop being friends with them you 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 bash them to everybody you come to find out it wasn't eric it was jimmy who stole it then what so you're still gonna be mad at eric but eric was and, just exonerated eric didn't even do anything wrong but you know eric still part, the wrong way wow right right well, and the what? crazy part tell me bro tell me not right so as you guys should know by now, we're 48 episodes in. We are obviously huge pro wrestling fans. Mm -hmm. And there are stories that we know because we've spoken about them that is public knowledge. People still had careers and other stuff. We got a one person in particular. Yeah, I know. I'm not, I'm not even talking about Vince, but but but, but let's but, but let's be real. Patrick Clark can't earn a living in a court of public opinion. But my man's over here that's been running a company for 50 plus years out here doing dirt, dirt. Super yes. cool. Since removed. Mud. But come on, my my guy. Like, and everybody. Well, but that's like, well, that's like, that's like Superfly. Yeah. This, this man murdered somebody. He on a lot somebody. <laughs> okay. And he was still wrestling for quite some time and considered a legend. But we we but we we shunned guys like Chris Benoit. Yeah. We we, we excommunicado him, but mm -hmm. Jimmy Superfly Snooker can stay Hall of Famer. Let's talk about it. Right. I'm tired of the court of public opinion picking and choosing. Yeah. Based on popularity or based on, oh, I just don't like his music or I just don't like the way mm -hmm. they do on, on screen. Ooh, Chris Brown is a perfect example. You brought up oh, music and made me think oh, about him. Chris oh, Brown man. is still, bro, he's still getting crucified to this, to this day, day about what happened between him and Rihanna. That was, now, that we, was like 15 years ago. We know, and not only has he made amends, but he's apologized over and over and over and I mean, over. Album basically apologizing. What do you, what do you have to do? He did every Diane Sawyer interview. He was on Oprah. He went everywhere. He re I saw one he recently did really breaking it down, play by play what happened in that mm -hmm. car. Mm -hmm. And to also understand that that was happening way before that car ride even happened. Yeah. They were like this with each other. Not saying that it's okay. Saying it's that it's 
extremely unhealthy, and both of you need anger management help. And come to find out, this whole started because somebody wanted to see someone's phone to see if they would cheat. And he refused to give it a phone, so she decided to punch him in the face while driving a car that isn't his, which happens to be very expensive. Yep. And decides to punch him while he's driving at 90 miles an hour. So yep. guess what? That car could have flipped over and they could have unallowed both of them. Yep. Now, what, what good is that? So his reaction was, I blacked out. She hit me, I hit her, then we bounced back, then I went back and forth, blah, 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 blah. Now, granted, was it right? Absolutely not. Yeah. He's wrong. He's dead wrong for that. But is it right for her to start that like that? Why aren't we talking about her starting all of this? Yeah. Why are we not talking about why is why is it okay? Why is it wrong for him to hit her? But nobody's talking about how wrong she is for hitting him. You should be giving her just as much slack as he's getting because they takes two to tango. This wasn't a Ike Turner situation. Right. But once again, because he's a man, oh, you're supposed to know better. You're supposed to do this. Listen, when you black out, you don't know what you're doing. Period. And I want to say something I know that might be a little controversial. But I know we're under this kick that if a woman says it, we should instantly believe it. Or we should give them the benefit of the doubt. I understand giving somebody the benefit of the doubt, but instant belief that it happened, I don't know about that. Because there's there's people out here that are crazy that try to take people's lives away from them. And by the way, the young man in Canada that was dealing with Velveteen Dream, come to find out he had a manifesto, a list of black celebrities he was targeting. And Velveteen's name just happened to be on the list. Crazy, so nobody talks about that part though, right? See, we 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 get on guys for doing some doing things that they shouldn't have done, but nobody's talking about who knew all this time and did nothing about it. Nobody's talking about why didn't somebody say this before? How why do you stop them? Why do you bring this to somebody's attention, right? Like it goes on and on. We've seen it with Michael Jackson. We've seen it with R. Kelly. We've seen it with um, Kobe with Bill Cosby. We've we, we, we seen it with a lot of people where it's like, dude, these people have been doing dirt for this long and you guys ain't say nothing. Oh, yeah. Wait. So I take that Kobe one back. I thought you were just talking about the whole Kobe, the Kobe situation game. was the young lady changed her story to the cops seven times. Yeah. Couldn't get her story straight. Kobe simply said it was consensual. And I refused to do it a certain kind of way because I didn't want to run the risk of her getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. He was open and honest about it, and he said what it was. Was Vanessa very happy about it? No, but he had to sit next to his wife and openly admit, I cheated on you. Yes, I did, and I was wrong. Now, if you leave me, you leave me, and that's okay. Yep. But if you stick by my side, I'll be better. Vanessa left him for a little while. But stood by his side. Came back to him. Thank God she did because look what yeah. we, look what happened yeah. a couple of years later. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes it takes a real man to admit when he's wrong. And I think that also has to keep playing a part until the court of public opinion. If you guys want to take stock into something, take stock into the person that admits saying, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, Look, Velveteen, Velveteen didn't have to show his face ever again. Okay, he didn't have to put out what he put out. He didn't have to do the interview. He didn't have to show up to the wrestling event. He could have stayed away from wrestling for the rest of his life. And he probably would have been okay. He seemed okay when he did when he put out that that video message that he put out. Yeah. He said that he found himself. He said that he enjoyed his farm life. He said all of these things, you know, and I, I, like public and and he's still getting vilified for all of this. So that's a question I'm leave. I'm gonna leave everybody with second chances. Are there belief in second chances anymore? 
especially when somebody's acquitted, especially when it's proof that they've done no, no criminal, nothing criminal. But even if they did something criminal, is second chances available for said person? Now, you might say it's circumstantial. I, I, I get that. But do you believe in it? Because I'm starting to believe that nobody believes in anyone getting a second opportunity at life. Well, I want to remind everybody, put yourself in that person's shoes. Wouldn't you want a second chance? Wouldn't you want to be able to wipe the slate clean and get a fresh start after doing 20 years for something that you did? Yeah. And I don't care if you did it at 12, and I don't, I don't care if you did it at 35. But if you did 20 years in the, in the, in the can... And you get out, don't you think that that person deserves a second chance? And that question will be on Spotify. So if you guys want to answer it, please go to Spotify on the CBD uh, Multimedia Network. Look for this episode, and you can answer it in that slot. Because I'm, I'm a firm oh. believer, and that's what our justice system is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a rehabilitation opportunity. It's not supposed yeah. to be existing with full of gangs and rape and all kinds of things that happen when you're inside. But we cage people up like animals and expect them not to act like animals. Yep. Yeah, when you mix murders, rapers, and killers all, uh, all together. What do you expect? What do you think is going to happen? That's why I'm a firm believer in everybody should be separated. You have the murders on one side, you have the rapists on another, you got the, because it's too much, it's too much going on. There's not enough correction officers to watch everybody. There's not enough, there's not enough things. There's too many inmates and not enough officers. Yep. We you need help. So break it down and make it easier. Like we 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 heard Mr. Matheson. Daniel Matheson, I believe, from that 70 show. I'm mm-hmm. um, just got just got he had a had a bounty on his head in, inside this past weekend. And somebody answered the call. Oh wow. He's still here, but they he 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 had to be transferred, physically moved to a different facility. Wow. Which is a which is like sl- slight maximum security. And started serving a, he's serving a 30 year sentence. And they put a hit out on him. Obviously, when got out that he's a movie star and so and so. And or no, I don't know what they. I don't know what the deal is, but that stuff like that shouldn't happen. But it happens. Happens every yep. day. Yep, yep. So we got to do better. Do you guys believe in second chances? Do you think think that we can that people can change? Truly, I, I really want to know. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, it's going to be on Spotify, so go check that out. Um, you could just type in a different angle. We will pop up and then go to the episode, answer the question. And if we uh, see any answers, we'll bring it up on the next episode. So with that being said, Rod, tell me where they can find you. You guys can find me at Rod Rod Binks on X and at rod underscore rod underscore banks on instagram yes uh you can find me mr marvel 87 on instagram x and tiktok you can follow ada you know a different angle on ada pod underscore 20 nope yeah nope ada pod 2023 (laughs) on x and instagram uh, follow the CBD Multimedia Network on all of your streaming platforms and also on X, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and I think Facebook. Um, where you can follow a whole bunch of different shows. Make sure to follow the Four Corners of Commentary, Shaolin Soccer, Sucio Sports, Sucio Boys, Jetlax Podcast, AM Hot Podcast. And all of them shows. Um, and I would be remiss to not mention Two Laughing Hearts. You can follow them on all of your streaming platforms. And you can follow Two Laughing Hearts. Oh, side note, that is with a Z. Two Laughing Hearts with a Z on, at, um, I believe it's Instagram and TikTok, I believe. Got to double check that one. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Stay positive. We love you. Rod, hit them with it.
If you're looking for a different angle, where the guys to give it to you, it's been a different angle podcast. Guys, we love peace. If you got a dream, then you need persistence and lots of belief. Yeah. Yo, don't take that. Negative energy, I replace that. I just want to be me. I don't fake that. I just want to be free. I chase that. I got a new obsession. It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson. It's living and winning and building something that's impressive. I don't want to do the same thing. I want to be progressive. Got a lot of dreams that I'll make come true. Got a lot of things that I want to do. Got a lot of goals that I want to prove. And there's not a lot of time, so I got to make moves.